on this, this episode, episode of JR the P. I, I'm not really in step with like the rigid hardness of like the old school. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that like old school mentality, you know, back in my day, things were built to last and people had respect for this and respect for authority and law and the conventions of society. It's just like, yeah, it's true. I mean, there were a lot of um, values that were held in previous eras, like the old school mentality, the common sense, do it yourself you know, traditional mentality. There's a lot of strength in that. It's also a little bit um, outdated, antiquated, if that's the word that people use to sound intelligent when they talk about things being out of touch. You know, if there's a little bit of an antiquated notion or an outdated notion, sometimes, right? So that's what I mean. In regards to customer service, I mean, it's a bit much, you know? How may I help you today, sir? No problem, Mr. So-and-so. We're going to get that right done for you. I mean, blah, 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 blah. like, you don't have to kiss my ass. We don't have to throw it back to the 1950s. Hello there, sir. My name is so-and-so, and I'm here to sell you a fucking dishwasher. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the whole, like, traveling salesman, customer's always right, that gung-ho, like, style of salesmanship i don't really need that when i'm like shopping or purchasing but a little customer service and appreciation is valued you know as a patron as a consumer as a with my money buying power like isn't a little bit of customer service and appreciation appreciated you know what i mean I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. I'm not an animal. I'm not an animal. Why are you guys treat me this way? Fuck you. Fuck your mother. Your mother's cunt. Your mother's cunt. You know? So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to unveil the latest edition in the arsenal of J.R. the P. J.R. the P. At large. Wagwan. Everything B.I.R.E. boy. What up? It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent August 26th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Hey, how you doing, folks? Going if you're going, doom, doom. Yeah, I'm really going, doom, doom. Going cause I'm going cause I'm going with my baby tonight, doom, 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 doom. Going if you're going, doom, doom. Oh, yeah. Going, doom, doom. going cause I'm going if I'm going with my baby tonight. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> I made that little ditty up myself. Thank you very much. Get a little pat on the back. Um, I was like, coincidentally, I was going. I was going somewhere. And I was kind of dilly-dallying, lollygagging. Where's my keys? Where's my underwear? Where's my phone? I'm just, you know, going through the whole gamut of mental fuckery. Where's this? Where's that? And I'm just like, look, if you're going, get going. Like, I just wanted to get the hell out the door. Get on with my business, right? So, in order to help myself out, I made up a little tune. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm going if I'm going. I'm going if I'm going, yeah, yeah, I'm going, yeah. going cause I'm going cause I'm going with my baby tonight, doom do doo 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 doom, going cause I'm going, doom doom, yeah, I'm really going, doom doom, going cause I'm going when I'm going with my baby tonight, doom do doo 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 doom, 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 doom. Of course, I don't have no baby to go to tonight. I was actually going to the park, going to the park to write a little bit of poetry, 
because I'm a bit of a weirdo that way, but suffice to say, I'm an artist, and I really got going. This is going to be a beautiful podcast. If you knew the show, Jonathan Ramchand, and the podcast, that is, this is a show where I gab, gob, squawk, and blab. Gab? Gob, gab, squawk, and blab about myself in order to relate to y'all self. Y'all the dear listener. Y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. Going cause I'm going. Yeah, I'm really going. Going cause I'm going. And I'm going with my baby tonight. <laughs> you can thank me later. It's going to be in your head, that little ditty. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, YouTube, uh, my own website, Janathan, pronounced Janathan, Janathan-Ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please, would you help my black ass out already? Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know what truly is. Yeah. When you share Jonathan Ramtran the podcast, you be going. And then I get a going. My numbers get a going. And you share Jonathan Ramtran the podcast. And we're going and we're going tonight. You know, the numbers get going, boy. It really helps out. Yeah. So what I want to gab, blab, squawk, and gob, gab, gob, squawk, and blob about today, um, customer service. Yeah, man. Customer service is one of them things that are like, I'm not one of them sticklers that are like, um, you know, whoa, like... I hate the rigid, I don't want to say hate, hate's a strong word, but I, I'm i not really in step with like the rigid hardness of like the old school. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that like old school mentality, you know, back in my day, things were built to last and people had respect for this and respect for authority and law and the conventions of society. It's just like, yeah, it's true. I mean, there were a lot of um, values that were held in previous eras, like the old school mentality, the common sense, do-it-yourself, you know, traditional mentality. There's a lot of strength in that. It's also a little bit um, outdated, antiquated, if that's the word that people use to sound intelligent when they talk about things being out of touch, you know, if there's a little bit of an antiquated notion or an outdated notion, sometimes, right? So that's what I mean. In regards to customer service, I mean, it's a bit much, you know? How may I help you today, sir? No problem, Mr. So-and-so. We're going to get that right done for you. I mean, blah, 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 blah. like, you don't have to kiss my ass. We don't have to throw it back to the 1950s Hello there, sir. My name is so-and-so, and and I'm here to sell you a fucking dishwasher. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the whole, like, traveling salesman, customer's always right, that gung-ho, like, style of salesmanship. I don't really need that when I'm, like, shopping or purchasing, but a little customer service and appreciation is valued, you know, as a patron as a consumer, as a, with my money buying power, like, isn't a little bit of customer service and appreciation appreciated? You know what I mean? Case in point, I'm at Starbucks just the other day. I walk into that fucking facility. It's like a fucking woke wet dream. Just the dumbest, frumpy, dumpiest looking morons you've ever seen in your life. Oh my God, it was so this and so that. (laughs) They're like behind the till chatting it up, you know, looking all frumpy, dumpy. Like that's the new style I've noticed in like 
this era, 2022, the whole frumpy dumpy look, not that I'm exactly, you know, actually fucking I'm beautiful, but these fucking peasants, these fucking woke dildos, they're frumpy dumpy, you know the look, you know, they got them like, they're really uh, like sneakers, they're really thick soled, these thick thick, thick soled sneakers, you know, sneakers that are very thick in the sole, kind of boxy look, same with the pants, same with the shirts, just like a real androgynous, frumpy, dumpy look, you know? You know, it, it, it's a look that says uselessness. That's like the look that people are going for these days. Androgyny, uselessness. No gender, no effort. You know, real frumpy, dumpy, kind of woke, androgynous look. That's what all the baristas had at Starbucks. Uh, can I take your order? Uh, uh, next in line, please. Oh my God, that's so funny. I'm here for a coffee, not your your attitude, buddy, or sister, or whatever the hell you are, Right? Anyway, I'm standing in line at Starbucks, and they had this uh, little message board, I guess like a little chalkboard that you can prop up on a counter. It's a little mini chalkboard that you can prop up on a counter, and it had a riddle. The riddle of the day. What can you give away, yet also keep? I'm retarded. What can you give away yet also keep? And I was like, STD? <laughs> Didn't say that, obviously, but just some stupid try to feel good, woke riddle. What can you give away yet keep? Inner peace, joy, enlightenment. How about an STD? Fucking dick riders, right? Anyway, that was the riddle of the day. What can you give away yet also keep? Like, rolled my eyes. I'm like, I don't want some fucking heartfelt blubbity blubbity blah. I just want a damn coffee. So, I'm next in line. How many take your order? Grande Signature Blend Black. And I said hello, and I said thank you, and I said please. May I please get... Hello, hello, may I please get Grande, which is like a medium, I think, or yeah, like a medium slash large. <laughs> Can I get a Grande signature blend black, basic? This fucking thing, this peasant, she skips off. Comes back with this cup of coffee. Here you go, sir. Have a good day. I mean, evening. I mean, (laughs) it was like between, it was like six o'clock in the evening. So, you know, it's like, is it evening? Is it daytime? So she's like, have a good day or evening. (laughs) I look at the coffee. There's coffee running down the side of the cup. So to go back to my point, I mean, I'm not this hardened fucking pencil dick. What happens to customer service this day and age? In the good old days, customer service was this. Customer, like, I'm not about getting up in people's business, having them work any harder than needed. But for God's sakes, is it asking too much to get the coffee in the cup? Like, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I order a cup of coffee, I prefer if it's in the cup, not half of it splashed on the fucking counter. Absolutely flabbergasting. And, you know, as as I walked out of that Starbucks, I'm like, customer service is really going downhill, boy. In this day and age. I mean, I was thinking to myself, I mean, maybe it's maturity, maybe it's growth. But I couldn't imagine myself ever, like... I would never want to hand somebody a cup of coffee that was 
dri- like the she spilled half the cup of coffee down the side of the cup. The cup was dripping, sopping wet with coffee. It's like how do you hand that off to somebody in good faith, in good consciousness? It's like have you ever heard the phrase fuck up a cup of coffee? That person's so dumb they could fuck up a cup of coffee. She literally fucked up a cup of coffee. All she had to do was pour black coffee into a cup and hand it to me. She fucked that up. Think how stupid you'd have to be to fuck up a cup of coffee. Not that I want to be so judgmental, but, you know, you'd have to be pretty fucking retarded. You know? Then there's, like, customer service that's, like, a bit haunting. You know? That very same day, I went to get some takeout. A nice roti, a nice veggie roti. I like my roti, boy. Wind it up, boy. I'm a Trinidadian, I'm of Trinidadian lineage, boy, in the West Island Caribbean, man. Wind it up, boy, and things like that, and, you know? So, like, you know, I like a nice roti. And I, I like a nice veggie roti, you know, from time to time. So I go to get a veggie roti. And the customer service was great, but a little bit haunting. You know, I, you know I'm just kind of looking at the menu. I'm like, yeah, can I get a veggie roti, please? Is that all, sir? Yep, that's all. As I hear the... As I hear the server, he goes, is that all, sir? And I'm like, yep, that's all. I go to look at him. This guy had the most intense set of eyes I've ever seen on a man in recent days. You know, just this, like, piercing, like, piercing eyes. He's like, is that all I can get for you today? I'm just like, you know, yeah. You know, you got hauntingly beautiful eyes for a man and creeping me the fuck out. Do you mind? Calm down. He's just, can I get you anything else? Like these really dark chestnut, basil brown fucking eyes and furrowed, just a really, like, a really, like, coiffed set of eyebrows. And he just, is that all I can get for you today? Would you settle down with them eyebrows, buddy? You know, just haunting. Hauntingly beautiful eyes on a man. You know, creeping me the fuck out. You know what I mean? You're fucking staring at me like that for just give me my fucking change. Let me get the hell out of here, right? Sometimes like just haunting. And like to the point where it's like, I like the food at this restaurant, but it's like, I don't even know if I want to go back. Just I don't want to come up against them fucking eyes again. You know, them piercing and he was a great server, you know. He's like, one minute, please. And he goes in the back and gets my food. There you go. Have a good day. He's hauntingly fucking chestnut brown basil eyes just staring at me, you know. Creep me the fuck out, you know what I mean? So, you know, sometimes you get haunted with your customer service. That's not always pleasant. I mean, who wants to be haunted, you know? This one takes the cake. Check it. So, like, there's this place called Penguin Pickup. You know, like a penguin. I don't even know what a penguin sounds like. <laughs> Do penguins bark? They must make a sound. <laughs> Whatever the fuck, right? A little penguin. So, there's this place called Penguin Pickup. It's kind of like a pickup facility. Hence, pickup. I don't know what they have to do with penguins. I've never even seen a penguin there before. Anyway, called penguin pickup. Maybe just because it rhymes with pickup. You know, penguin pickup. It kind of... Anyways, penguins and pickup. There's this, like... It's like a... It's like a place... It's like a pickup location. You can have items delivered to the address. Penguin pickup. Then you can go pick up your parcel at penguin pickup. You know? It's quite um, perfect, really. So, 
I had some items shipped over to Penguin Pickup. Go to pick it up. I walk in the door and there's the, you know, Penguin Pickup personnel. He's behind the counter. Can I help you today, sir? I was like, uh, yeah, please. Um, can I get... And as I'm explaining what I need, mid-sentence, the man's looking at me, right? He just looks at me, takes a fucking swig of his water. He's just like... Now I'm just staring at this dude's neck, just full-on man neck, just staring at a guy's neck while I'm talking. I'm like, uh, yeah, can I get, uh, I'm, uh, here to, for a pickup, uh, just staring at his neck, right? I'm just like, it was just like a really odd moment for him to take a sip of water. It was like mid, like mid, I'm talking to him, we're making eye contact. Oh yeah, I'm here for a, uh, now I'm just staring at a guy's neck. I'm like, do I continue talking? I figured... The man's thirsty. I might as well just let him take a sip of water and then continue with my situation. So he takes his sip of water. But as he goes down, like um, as he lowers his head to look at me, he doesn't finish. He just... I'm just like looking at him like, do I continue speaking? Fucking Louis Armstrong. I see dreams of blue, red roses too. It's got like a full mouth of water just staring at me. I'm just like, uh, yeah, so um, here for a pickup. I have an ID number. It's uh, like looking at the guy. staring at me I'm like this is odd I mean why would you take a gulp of water and then not swallow it you know what I'm saying it was like really screwing up my rhythm it's like one minute I'm talking to his neck next minute I'm talking to the fucking puffer blowfish chipmunk cheek it's like what kind of a conversation is this is he paying attention is he on a spectrum I mean, I'm just here to pick up a package at Penguin Pickup. You fucking peckerwood. I'm just staring at this moron. Then finally he gulps. He goes, What's your, uh, what's your number, sir? What's your number, sir? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm holding up the situation? You were waiting on me? This guy was like having a fucking aneurysm in front of me. And I guess I was holding him up. What's your number, sir? <laughs> just, I don't know. It was just so weird. <laughs> and then when he went into the back room to get the package, I just like, I was sitting there. I was just standing there thinking about it. And I just burst out laughing. I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Look on his face, man. Like, like, I'm looking at him, I'm talking to him, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for a pickup, I'm here for a package, and he's got a full mouthful of water staring at me. A little unnerving, a little unmanning, right? But then, I recently experienced some exquisite customer service. Yeah, some great customer service. I recently purchased a bicycle lock from Via Velo. They're a bicycle lock company. They have items that you can purchase on Amazon. I purchased a vandal-proof cable with U-Lock. Nice little combo. Well... I was using the lock for about three months. All of a sudden, the darndest thing, the key stopped fitting in the hole. It's like the tumblers, the tumblers for the lock, the inner mechanism of the lock, the whole mumbo jumbo just wouldn't work. The key all of a sudden wouldn't go into the hole. 
damnedest thing. What's going on? Tried every damn which way. Couldn't really fix it. So then I send them an email. Hey, can you guys help? I recently purchased a lock from Via Velo. Um, darndest thing. It won't work. The key won't fit in the hole. Can you guys help me out with this? Like, can maybe I exchange it for a new one? I mean, this is a brand new lock. It was around, it was around $70, $80 on Amazon. Not exactly cheap, right? I mean, you can pick up a cheap U-lock for like 20 bucks. This one was like, you know, between 70 and 80 with the uh, vandal-proof cable. They respond in about, I don't know, maybe a day. Less than a day. Hi there. Sorry about that. We'd like to send you a new lock free of charge. What's your shipping address and contact information? I'm like, thank you. Here's my shipping address and my contact information. They're like, boom, it's on its way. I received the new lock. Plus, they threw in an extra... Vandal proof cable and um, attachment, you know, so you can attach it to your bike. They sent me a whole new set. All I needed was a U lock. They sent me the U lock. They sent me the vandal proof cable. They sent me the mounting bracket. They just sent me a completely new set when all I needed was a new U lock. That's some customer service, boy. You know? Like, that really stood out. I mean, sure, I mean, it was kind of a fucked up thing that the lock didn't work. But they made good on the deal. Got a new lock. It was shipped out to me, like, immediately. I got it within under a week. I sent the email on a Sunday. I got the lock on a Thursday. You know? So, like... The wheels were going. They got it to me. So I'm going to definitely consider that in the future. Via Velo. Yes. Um, When it comes to bicycle locks, basically, if a thief is well prepared, pretty much any bicycle lock is vulnerable, no matter what kind of lock you get. Some locks are better than others, but... If a thief is well-equipped and determinated, chances are they can break your lock. But um, Via Velo got a lot of good reviews, and the customer service is top-notch. So you can check them out online, Via Velo. And, um, you know, maybe you too should purchase a lock in the future. Consider them. And the customer service is great. No questions asked. Sent me a new one. Tickety-boo. So, you know, that's a bit of old school um, customer service. They stood right behind their product. So, got to give them credit for that. Yeah. Customer service in this day and age. As we move into post-pandemic, as people are getting back to work, as people are trying to upstart their businesses, do for themselves, in this era of DIY, do-it-yourself, very vital, you know? And as a part of my customer service due diligence and duty here at JR the P, what are your thoughts? What is your feedback? How are you liking the show? Hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Now, certainly, um, in the works for the future, more segments geared around, you know, um, audio play. If you dip back into the lexicon of Jonathan Ramchand on the podcast, there are many audio plays that I um, have done. You can check out my YouTube channel and um, scroll through... Scroll, scroll through my videos, you'll see a lot of audio plays. Um, you know, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Um, 
various audio plays that I wrote and performed on. Seance. I Begged a Clown. These are some of the titles. Check it out. So I'm going to be doing more audio play type stuff. And just uh, more of this, um, you know, gob, gab, squawk and blab type of style. On current events, politics, my journeys as a performer, human being, you know, the whole wackadoo, the whole enchilada. So, um, at gmail.com. A little bit of customer service to my dear listeners and viewers. If you have any suggestions or comments or whatever, hit me up. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Quick sip of water, boss. Don't mind me, boss. Oh, yeah. So, if you're a returning guest to JR the P, if you know, if you don't know, if you may or may not know, or hell, maybe you surmised, I am an actor extraordinaire. Uh... Thespian to the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. Yeah. Sometimes you forget your lines as a thespian. You're like, I remember one time, the worst time, uh, I forgot my lines on stage. Um, I was in a play in college and I had a line and I was just like, hmm. And that's what I said to the audience. I, Flub my line, then I went, hmm. And as an actor, you should uh, be more disciplined than that. You should be able to improvise on a moment's notice, cover it up, make it seem seamless, and continue on. You know, the show must go on. So when you flub a line, you just continue. As Al Pacino would say in Scent of a Woman, you know, the thing about doing the tango is when you get tangled up, you just tango on. So when you get tangled up, you just tango on, you know, so you flub a line, you just keep going. Anyway, one thing that I'm very excited for as an actor, thespian extraordinaire, it's always good to remain a fan and, you know, as a hack like myself, pretty much relegated to it but you know um actors that i very much um respect and look up to one of which being mr robert de niro you know raging bull i'm so stupid i'm so stupid i'm not an animal not an animal why you guys treat me this way <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck your mother! Your mother's cunt! Your mother's cunt! <laughs> you know? Robert De Niro, Raging Bull. You know, Joey, I just. I've been having problems. One of these days, I'm, just, I'm gonna kill somebody. If I find out she's been fucking around, I. Kill somebody, Joey. Joey, you said you. That means something, Joey. You could have said anybody else, but you said you, Joey. Why you, Joey? You talking to me? Who else? I'm the one here. Who the hell else are you talking to then? <laughs> De Niro, gotta love him. And uh, Dirty Grandpa, I got to see that one, actually, because, you know, he's actually quite funny. He's been, like, one of the things that he's been championing, even though he's a very much a dramatic, Oscar-winning actor, he also tries to embellish the comedy, you know? The King of Comedy, you know, which he starred in, directed by Martin Scorsese, and, you know, co-starring Jerry Lewis. Yeah. The King of Comedy, that was a great film. He was very funny. Rupert Pumpkin, or Pupkin, very funny. Uh, he was very funny in that. And then also, obviously, Meet the Fockers, 
analyze this, analyze that, little fuckers, you know, all that comedic work, very funny, and Dirty Grandpa, I'm going to have to check that out, you know, because I guess he plays like a Dirty Grandpa, Grandpa to, who's that young stud, Uh, what in the dildo fuck is his name? You know, really good-looking dude, fantastic physique. He played Ted Bundy recently to a lot of great rave reviews as well, and I heard he did very well. I have to check that one out as well. What is his blood clot, bumba clot fucking name? Zac Efron. Yeah. Young stud. He plays like a dirty... Robert De Niro plays like a dirty grandpa to young Zac Efron. So I'm going to have to check out that film. But, I'm sorry to yell, but um, one thing that I'm very excited for is check this out. De Niro's gearing up to do a new new film, and it sounds fantastic. Um, and it's in line with his traditional, classic, renowned um, criminal type of acting work. Mob crime, these dark characters that he's, that he's been known to play. And um, so this is an article from The Hollywood Reporter. Robert De Niro, Barry Levinson, team for Warner Bros. gangster drama, Wise Guys. This is an exclusive. Nicholas Pelegi? I don't know how the hell to say that. Nicholas Pelagegi, Nicholas Pelagegi, who authored Wise Guy, the book that was the basis for the 1990 Martin Scorsese De Niro crime classic, Goodfellas, wrote the script. So you know it's going to be bomb, the bomb diggity. Warner's first original feature of the Warner Bros. Discovery era is here, and it's a period mobster drama fronted by two Hollywood veterans. Returning to the genre that made him a household name, Robert De Niro will star in Wise Guys, a feature intended for theatrical distribution that will be directed by Barry Levinson. The filmmaker known for movies such as Oscar Best Picture winner Rain Man and Wag the Dog. I'm an excellent counter. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm an excellent counter. Dustin Hoffman. Uh, Nicholas Pelegi, who coincidentally authored Wise Guy, the 1985 book that was the basis for the 1990 De Niro Martin Scorsese crime classic Goodfellas, wrote the script. Erwin Winkler, best known for producing the Rocky movies, as well as being a producer on Goodfellas, is a producer as well. The project is centered on Vito Genovese and Frank Costello, two Italian-American crime bosses that ran their respective families in the middle of the 20th century. In 1957, Genovese attempted to assassinate Costello, but failed. Although he was wounded and decided to retire as much as one can retire from the mafia. I mean, true that, as much as you can retire from the mafia, you know, without getting whacked, you know? De Niro would play both characters, according to sources. Isn't that interesting? Wise Guys is an interesting choice for Warners, which under new president and CEO, David Zalsav, hope I'm pronouncing that right, David Zaslov, has been cutting and shelving projects, re-examining its DC slate, and figuring out which movies to push ahead on a theatrical level. Now that the all-in-one streaming strategy from the previous AT&T regime has been discarded, Zaslov has championed Wise Guys, with its pickup initiated in late May under Warner's former Toby Emmerich regime. The project doesn't seem to have the hallmarks of a tentpole big budgets visual effects, but intellectual property, nor does it feel like Young Hollywood something that would seemingly attract the demographic most known for going to the movies. Instead, it feels like a throwback 
a throwback and has a team whose average age is four score. Whatever the hell that means. Four score and 25 years ago. Instead, it feels like a throwback and has a team whose average age is four score. De Niro is 78, Levinson is 80, and Winkler is 91. The studio, run by Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi, do have Joker, Folly Adieu, as their first green light. Whatever that means, I guess there's a new Joker movie coming out as well. Levinson was a prestigious Hollywood player in the 1980s and 1990s with movies such as The Natural, Good Morning Vietnam, Bugsy, and Disclosure on his resume. One of his biggest films was Rain Man, the 1988 drama that starred Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman. Because I'm an excellent counter, yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I'm an excellent counter. Um, it was a runaway hit and won several Oscars, Best Picture and Best Director among them. Styles and tastes change. In recent years, the director has helmed features for small screen, including HBO's Paterno and The Wizard of Lies. The later starred, the latter starred De Niro as disgraced financier Bernie Madoff and earned four Emmy nominations. De Niro and Levinson also worked together in 1997's Wag the Dog and the 2008 Hollywood-centric tale, What Just Happened? De Niro's recent credits include Joker for Warners as well as Scorsese's The Irishman, that was great, which he starred in and produced for Netflix. He reteamed with Scorsese once more for Apples for Apples Killers of the Flower Moon, due out next year. That's going to be bomb diggity. Scorsese, De Niro, and DiCaprio, I believe. Yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon, due out next year. So watch out for that as well. De Niro is... Okay, and then... I guess this is some showbiz stuff. De Niro is repped by CAA. Levinson by WME. Yeah. That was an article from The Hollywood Reporter. Yes. De Niro, starring in a Barry Levinson-directed film, Wise Guys, based on the book, which was, um, you know, a big influence and retelling for Goodfellas, right? And uh, De Niro's going to play, he's going to be double-billed as the two leads, He's going to play both leads. He's going to play Vito Genovese and Frank Costello. So he's going to be like a dual leading man. That's very interesting, right? And it's so cool to see De Niro, you know, as I mentioned, he's 78. And, uh, but whatever, he's been like killing it for years. And he's just going strong on an already awesome career. And just new things are going on and he's doing it and... What a great way to just continue such a legendary career. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. And it's in a, it's in a vein that, um, which, as they mentioned in the article, made him a household name. That crime uh, type of, uh, well, I guess what really made him a household name was films like, well, actually, no. I mean, yeah, going back to The Godfather and, you know, Taxi Driver. And yeah, those were amongst some of his earlier works that made him a household name. So yeah, he's very much known for that crime, dark character, interesting, kind of intense type of role. That's quite what he's known for. So it's going to be very interesting. Robert De Niro, Wise Guys. And as an actor extraordinaire myself, it's it's always cool to um, check out great films and great plays and works that are interesting and inspirational. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Hallelujah. There you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor extraordinaire. Yeah. 
I am also a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yes. One little thing that's been on my plate, and it's kind of superficial, but it's also kind of cool, is um, I'm picking up a new notebook. Literally. Like, um, you know, as I'm moving on with the comedy and working it and, you know, getting down to brass tacks, putting up, making up new material, writing, trying to keep my mind in it the best I can. I mean, it's been a clusterfuck, this whole pandemic situation. I'm picking up a new notebook. Yes. I saw it on Amazon. I was going to buy it today, but I, I forgot You know, I was making some purchases on Amazon and I forgot. So on my next purchase on Amazon, I'm going to pick it up. On the cover of this notebook is one of my dear heroes. Hey, you know, I tell you, you know, my doctor, that's another one. I said, doc, my teeth are turning yellow. Told me to wear a brown necktie. You know, one of my dear heroes, Mr. Rodney Dangerfield. You know, yeah, my travel agent, that's another one. He books me a trip to Bermuda. Six days, seven nights. Can you believe that? I said, Doc, I said, travel agent, what am I going to do with my other day? He goes, I don't know, but you keep out of Puerto Rico. <laughs> Just butchered that, but I mean, come on. You know, hey, you know, I got no respect, I respect it all, you know. I go to the bartender and said, surprise me. He shows me a naked picture of my wife. Uh, you know, my father, that's another one. He took me to the zoo. You know, I go, where's my real family? And he goes, if they want you, they'll claim you. <laughs> Butchered that one as well. But suffice to say, you know, classic, legendary, uh, you know, comedian. In league, comedically, legend-wise, as a, a De Niro. As I was speaking about Robert De Niro, legendary actor, well, legendary comedian, Rodney Dangerfield. I'm picking up this notebook and it has a picture of him, you know, he's all like, he's all soaking, sopping wet from like, I guess he just got off stage or something, you know, just killing it on stage, right? Those big nervous eyes of his and, you know, he's got that great, the classic look, you know, hey, you know, I was telling jokes, you know. Um, so, um, hopefully I'll post a pic of this, uh, this notebook. And I don't actually really need a new book. No, I don't actually need a new notebook at the moment. The one that I currently have, uh, it's like halfway used. Hold on a moment. Maybe I can grip it. I can see it. It's off camera here. Just one minute. One minute. I'm making a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. Uh, but yeah, see, this is my current notebook. It's actually kind of cool if you can see that. It's got like a snakeskin, kind of a fa, you know, F A U X, fake F A U X, fa, um, leather snakeskin kind of look. So that's kind of a funky little get up. And as you can see, you know, I used this one in concocting my recent stand-up comedy special, Jonathan Ramcharan, suitable for no audience is. No audiences. This one's a little humdinger. It's a little sweetie. It's a little honey, folks. I gif, I riff and gab and bip, bip. Well, I don't really riff. It's, uh, you know, just jokes. But, um, you know, I just rip into, you know... The times of the time, COVID, pandemic, relationships, the whole wackadoo, the whole enchilada, being a man, or somewhat of a man in this current climate. Jonathan Ramcharan, suitable for no audiences. It's a real humdinger, folks. And I used this uh, notebook to, to concoct that little ditty. Yeah. There's the set list. Whoopsie doodle. There's the set list when I was recording on location. John the Ramtram suitable for no audiences. And uh, yeah, as you can see, I'm halfway done. Halfway done the notebook. But the reason why I'm picking up that Rodney notebook, hey, you know, 
Huh. You know, my mother, that's another one. She never breastfed me. She said she liked me as a friend. <laughs> the reason why I'm picking up that Rodney notebook is, um, you know, my mind's on the future. Which is not always a great place to be. You want to be in the present. Right? But um, there's some things that can benefit from a little foresight. You know, who knows what the future really holds. But um, at the current moment, I'm feeling very festive and fortunate to be a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. And I want to have a little bit of my spirit invested in growing. Growing in the craft. You know, there's so much that I've done. There's so much that I've yet to experience. And there's so much ahead for me as a stand-up comedian. And um, I'm just feeling like a little bit of inspiration. So I saw the notebook online, thought it was cool, thought it was funky, thought I'd pick it up. So, you know, that's something new and groovy in my world as a stand-up comedian. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yeah. Oh, breaking news, folks. So if you're new guest or returning guest to JRP, as I had mentioned, we are, well, rather I am, gearing up to, you know, continue the growth, to continue the uh, revelation of the show, you know? And I'm introducing a new segment, which I'm very happy to share with y'all. This is a prototype. This is the first of many to come. This is something that I hope I can grow into. Had a lot of fun doing the first one. Something that was off the cuff, off the top. And as I said, to grow into. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to unveil the latest edition in the arsenal of J.R. the P., JR the P at large. What's going on, folks? Welcome to the first edition of JR the P at large. Large and in charge, boy. I think I got that title from like a Garfield comic. You know, Garfield, large and in charge. I think he like released a collection of like comics. Garfield, large. Garfield, large and in charge. <laughs> or Garfield at large, you know, they like eating lasagna, beating up Odie and John. You know Garfield, the comic strip. Classic, Jim Davis. Anyway, this is the first edition. This is something that, like, you know, hopefully can expand in time. Um, you know, as an actor, as a comic you're often out and about doing your business, whether you're like, you know, on the road between gigs, not that I have been, but you know, whether you're on the road doing gigs or, you know, you're just, you know, at a coffee shop working on your craft, some interesting uh, little adventures in the creative arts. Here I am out and about, beautiful day, doing a little writing, as y'all can see. Got my little notebook, you know, working on my poetry, as I am an artist, you know, wearing sandals, you know, summertime, having a little fun. Here we are in a nice green pasture. Yes, a little quiet, chill spot. One thing I'm working on, too, is like, um, you know, trying to have more love and respect for the uh, fellow man. My fellow man. I notice like everywhere you go, there's always somebody. Like, they just creep up and come out of nowhere. You can't have a moment's peace. You know, it's like, I was chilling out doing my writing. And you see these rocks. Like rocks. I mean, I've been to this spot to chill many times through life. And if it ain't like some loud obnoxious, oh, just like talking on and on about nonsense people, you know, judgmental, of course, but if it ain't some loud obnoxious, 
I don't know what I'm talking about. Nothing. It's like the random acts of life. You know, like just chilling and writing. And all of a sudden I hear... <laughs> down the street, you stand still for one minute, all of a sudden somebody pops up. Somebody pops up, they gotta stand there too. Wherever you are, somebody needs to be. It's very strange. It's like the Twilight Zone. Anyway, I'm not crazy, you know, just out and about, enjoying my life. And this is the first installment, J.R. the P. at large, where like, you know, I'd be doing my thing public and uh, again I'm not really into the whole selfie thing not really my bag I'm like drawing attention to myself but uh, you know could be interesting and you know I was doing my writing today very proud of that we had some breakthroughs and um, we'll see you know what I mean and uh, those are the things that are in my mind these days when I'm in public. It's like more respect for my fellow man and just how random it is all. And you ever be walking down the street? It's an empty street, right? Nobody on the street. And you'll be passing a fire hydrant, a fire hydrant next to a bike rack, a very narrow squeeze. And all of a sudden, at that very moment, somebody appears. And you're both squeezing through this narrow passage. And it's like, why at that very spot? I see this entire empty street. Why at the very same second that I'm passing a fire hydrant and a bicycle rack, another person is there when they could have been anywhere on the street? I noticed that. It happened a lot. Hey, there's something awfully squirrely going on around here. Awfully screwy. But, uh, I don't know. Respecting my fellow man and writing poetry like a tweenage girl. Well, folks, Jared the P at large. Till next time. Well, that about does it for another episode of Jared the P. Certainly hope you enjoyed the latest segment, JR the P at large. Yeah, as I mentioned, I want to grow into it. Um, the more I perform, the more opportunities I get, there'll be opportunity to do more interesting at large segments on location of a film, on location of a stand-up comedy show, out and about, working my ting as a performer, craftsman, and as a person. You know, so very much um, excited to unravel this new segment for y'all. JR the P at large. Yeah. So, as I mentioned, show's done for the day. I enjoyed it. Hope you did as well. All the best to you and yours. Till next time, folks. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Signing off. Signing off. On this magnificent August 26th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Yeah. Customer service. Was thinking a little bit about that this week, so I thought I'd spit it. Customer service. You know, wise guys. Robert De Niro. Keep an eye out for that one. JR the P at large. 
This is the beginning of something beautiful. A beautiful relationship, friendship, or whatever you want to call it. Friends with benefits. This is the beginning of a beautiful fuck buddy relationship. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, YouTube, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gays, guffaws, chortles, please, would you help my black ass out already? Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks, you live it, you love it, you realize it. A height. Peace.